Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's me, Christelle Lim, co-founder and CMO of Bumo. As a busy working parent myself, I felt like there was a lack of options for parents and I personally needed more support. So that's what we're doing here on Being Bumo. We're here to make your life easier, a little less stressful, and help you navigate through this complex thing called parenting. So subscribe now to Being Bumo at applepodcast.com slash beingbumo or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, gotta go. See you guys soon. Girl, hey, welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. Worst podcast name ever! I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. <laughs> it's a slutty podcast name, I'm not going to lie. It's, I know. I really, it's a slutty name. I know. Thank you. And if you don't recognize that voice, what's wrong with you? This week, I have my friend. We're going to own a farm together one day. Ronnie of Watch What Crabbins. Hey, boy. Hey, my love. Hi, Hager. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I look really weird in the Zoom. I wonder if I press like the Zoom filter that makes you look like a cartoon character. I'm not really sure what's happening to my face. It must be on your end. You look great on my end. Fabulous. I, I look like holy hell i've been on a bender and i'm like i can't recover the way i used to when i was in my youths you know i'm so dying and it all i'm gonna have to say it it it's it's because of you it all started with you and the <laughs> golden crappies last week um and that's why you're here i'm dying to recap it with you i know we went out till i don't know 3 30 in the morning last thursday oh yeah I forgot that New York stays open so late. You know, I'm used to wussy towns now. It's like, all right, one one fifteen, we're turning on the light. See shit kickers. And then that's when you go get in fights in the parking lot with people and stuff. So yeah. I couldn't believe it was that late when I got home. And I felt I still felt like I went home early. I know. I did too. I couldn't believe it. It was uh it was it was quite the night, but it was post golden crappies. You know what happens is I mean, I'm sure this happens to you. It happens to me. When I do live shows of any sort, my adrenaline is fucking through the roof. It's really hard to go to sleep afterwards. Yes, that's why God invented Ambien. Okay. <laughs> so I first of all, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me as a presenter. At the Golden Crappies, what a fucking honor. For people who don't know, Ronnie, tell people about the Crappies and like, 
It's been, what, 10 years? Just give the general vibe in case they don't know. Well, first of all, of course you're going to be a presenter at the Crappies. I mean, what the hell? Thank you. We love you. And you you helped our podcast way back in the day, way back in, you know, like a long time ago. But we've been together 10 years years doing Watch What Crappens. We started, that was actually our 10-year anniversary. Like the day before we did it was our 10-year anniversary. Wild. Which is cute. So cute. And Ben is, Ben, uh, my co-host, Ben Mandelker, is the kind of husband to rem- remember shit like that because I probably never would have known. But um, he's such a sweet guy and it was like actually our anniversary. And we thought, you know, let's do it in New York because we we always do it in Los Angeles and we went from doing it in our house, you know, yep. to like the LA Improv and then we moved I think somewhere bigger or like the bigger room there or something. And then we just want to keep doing, I don't know, bigger and better, darling. And so this year we were like, let's go to New York because I lived there for 10 years. Ben is from there. And we have so many friends there that we, you know, we would get to call to come do it. So it was a blast. Honey, it was so big. I was shook. I wasn't, I just wasn't like, I don't know what was wrong with me. I just, I don't like to, um, you know, Google things and plan things. I just kind of like to fly by the seat of my pants. Me too, yeah. (laughs) That's why we are in love. So we're the same person, (laughs) literally. So you guys like, and it was you that sent it because you got, you sent me the wrong date. For the that's me. I'm telling you, that's me. I can't believe anybody even came to it because I was in charge of emailing people because Ben does everything for this. I mean, this is Ben's really big, you know, this is his big project that he looks forward to all year long. You know, he writes pretty much all of it himself. Like I really just have to show up and kind of hang out with Ben, (laughs) which is nice, but he puts a ton of work into it. And really all I had to do was email people and be like, Hey, here's where we are. Here's what time you should. I sent the wrong damn date. And people are sent, (laughs) people are writing me back going, is that the right date? And I'm like, yeah, it's, I put July. Okay. July July." 27th. (laughs) And then, and then I confirmed that it was July. So I don't know how anybody ever showed up to this. <laughs> but I think so for me, like the date maybe being off was like, it's going to be like, you know, a small venue. <laughs> maybe. That was my thought process. So Have you been there before? I thought you'd done I a saw, podcast I, there before. No, I had seen Kathy Griffin there years ago. So it was at this place called the Town Hall Theater it's literally on Broadway, guys. It's a fucking Broadway. And I saw Kathy Griffin there so many years ago. I mean, it's a huge theater. And But in my mind, I heard Town Hall, and I was like, it's going to be like a, like, what is that called? Um, like City Hall. Because like, doesn't that sound like the place where you go for, like, the neighborhood meeting, and you're like, you know what I don't like? Curbs! <laughs> get the curbs out! Who's with me, girls? And then you try and get everybody on your side in the town meeting. Exactly. That's what I, you know, that's what that's what it brings into your head. Like folding chairs, bad lighting, wooden floors, <laughs> a little stage, an itty-bitty stage. So I, when I was getting dressed for it, I was like, do I have to get, like, my lashes done and hair and makeup? And I was like, Taze, like, you're being crazy. I am so lucky I put on somewhat of a slutty outfit because if I had worn what I was originally going to wear, I would have walked in and walked right out. I showed up and I was like, oh, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck. And there's like, I go backstage and it's crawling with press and Bravo celebrities and you and Ben are wearing sequins. I was panicking. (laughs) (laughs) You looked great. I felt the same way when I walked up there because... 
I mean, of course, I've heard of the Town Hall Theater and, you know, I've seen other podcasts do stuff there. I mean, I haven't been there, but I've seen on Instagram oh them God. posting about being there. And they told me that. And, and uh, I said, well, is this Broadway? Is this, what is this? Yeah. I was kind of confused because it was so many people. And I was like, that's a lot of people for us. I'm not, you know, I'm so negative. I'm like, why would they have us? Do they know who we are? I don't think this is right. I mean, the whole time I was like, I don't think this is right. And, the, you know, so I, Ben's like, this is Broadway. We're on Broadway. <laughs> I said, I don't think it is. And so I was looking up, is this technically Broadway? And it's, well, it's not considered technically a Broadway house. It said it's right there in the heart oh. of 42nd Street. And I was like, well, so are garbage dumps. Like everything's <laughs> in the heart of 42nd Street. There's a Nathan's hot dogs in the heart of 42nd Street. So does that, you know, is that, is that Broadway? Honestly, it's so iconic. Yes, really, it is Broadway. I, Yes, it is iconic. But I was shocked when I showed up, and it's across from the Stephen Sondheim Theater uh, playing Mrs. Doubtfire, which is, you know, my Dorit impression. <laughs> what do you think you're doing, Carl? <laughs> no, it's such a terrible Dorit impression. <laughs> and everyone says it sounds like Mrs. Doubtfire. I was like, this is full circle. This is full I'm on Broadway. We're getting divorced. <laughs> I leave here because it can't get better. It was fucking grand. So I walk in and I am like so proud of you guys. So feeling underprepared and panicking. And um, then I am so happy I made the decision. So we were like backstage getting ready. And I want to talk about some Bravo celebrities that were there. Um, I have many an opinion. Um, and I don't want to get you in trouble. But I'm going to get myself in trouble. Per usual. But I'm so happy Tay and I and I brought my wife with me who do you know this, doesn't really watch Bravo, which is such an affront on our relationship. There are no words. I feel betrayed. Well, I feel like that so many couples, you know, every show, there's someone who, there's like, there's, it's usually a dude, but yeah. they're usually like, hey, I just want you to know, I don't watch this crap, but that was pretty fun anyway. I'm like, what do you want a fucking medal? Like, congratulations, I'm gayer than you, well, you know? Tay does want a medal. <laughs> she does. Because she was like, I actually got some of the stuff. I was like, yeah, you don't deserve this seat. I should have brought somebody worthy. But we sat in the audience you and watched. put in the hours. <laughs> like, literally. Um, like, I felt like I had to translate to her, you know? like, yeah. And she kept asking me questions. And I was like, you know what? No, you don't now get to want to join in on the fun and understand why supporting actress or whatever character is the tears, the mascara tears running down Erica's face. <laughs> I will not. You know, it's explain. like someone coming to watch the Game of Thrones finale with you and you have to explain the whole thing. It's like you did not put in the 40 hours of work that this took to get to this point. You know? I will not explain Lamb Curry to you. It's fucking genius and you don't deserve to know. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it was so fucking awesome. And I didn't get to see the entire show. And I was taking videos, which I don't even know is, if it's allowed or not. But um, I remember thinking, like, God, I wish I had, like, taken... I wish, like, I had, like, literally taken video the whole time. Because when you're there, it's so funny. But also, like, as you know, I'm wasted always, especially when it's social. So, like, I only remember half of it. And I'm just, like, I need more. Like, I need to be able to go back and not just listen, but watch it. And then I saw on your Instagram... It is still available. So. Oh, you, but you can. But you can. Yeah, you can watch it. It's um, it's up till I believe the end of Friday this week. So what is that? I don't know what that date is. I'm I'm bad with dates, and I'm looking at a calendar, and I'm still <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't I'll know what it is. I'll tell you what. It's I'm looking at my calendar too. It's uh February fourth, Friday, February fourth. I will say this, Ronnie does say on your Instagram Thursday. So I just want to make sure. 
that you're not July 27thing all of us. <laughs> yeah, it's really available until 2027. <laughs> you have five more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. <sighs> yeah, it's momenthouse.com slash WWC if you guys want to watch it. It's yeah. over there. And then the audio will be released after that. Oh, you got I'm listen, the audio is gonna be great. You know, th- that's like that's your bread and butter. But the visuals, <laughs> I am so dead beyond. You guys had an opening number. Um, and it was to the famous song They Had It Coming from <laughs> Chicago. Did I get that? Yeah. And Chicago, um, take yeah. my gay card away from me right now. I should have known that. And well, really, anybody should know that because Chicago's like literally playing in a Target right now. Like it plays <laughs> everywhere. It's been, on, it's been on tour for 97 years. Oh. Okay. DoorDash showed up the other day and it was the cast of Chicago, you know, with my Burger King or whatever. So... Oh. Like Mayor Whittingham in Chicago delivering your Burger King. <laughs> so... That's how you guys open it. And of course, in between, you're like the talky parts of the song. You guys are breaking down like all of the scandal that happened in the last year, 2021, with all the Bravo celebrities in on the show. And it was it was one of the most genius things I have ever in my life. Do you always do a Broadway number at the crappies? Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) But we were doing... You know, we were going to be as close to Broadway as we're going to get, yeah. you know? So I was like, we're doing a number. And Ben's like, oh, God, please, no. Please, please. It's like a real one. But I was like, yes. What? We'll have a pianist. You know, in my mind, I'm like, we'll have a choir. A choir, I tell you, standing behind us. We'll have a pianist, possibly an orchestra that would rise <laughs> from below the stage. It's a like, gospel no. choir? They had it coming. <laughs> I they had it coming. <laughs> They had it come. They only had themselves. <laughs> but later in the show, I did a solo, you know, and I wanted a choir behind me for sure. <laughs> robes. <laughs> so if, I mean, that alone, that alone, it needs to be seen. So I literally, we, after we left you at 3.30 in the morning, woke up, worked Friday, and then we got in the car and drove to Pennsylvania to go see Girls No Job do her stand-up uh, comedy tour, and I could not stop raving about y'all show. Like, I, like, literally, they were like, where can we see it? So I cannot wait to send them the link because it is, you guys, it is the best thing. It fucking crushes the Oscars. <laughs> it was everything. Everything. Thank you. Thank you so much, and thank you for going. We had the best night. I mean, I wasn't expecting it. Like I said, I was not expecting that theater. When I walked up, I was like, it was wow. Grand. And then every, I wasn't expecting all those people to be working there. And we oh were God. working with Moment House, you know, was the streaming company. And then Town Hall's really great. And then we're working with the new new agents and stuff. So yeah, I wasn't Live expecting Nation really anything. Like, but Live Nation had like signage there. I know. They were like, hey, do you need anything? And I was like, uh... I, I wouldn't even know what to ask you for, you know? And they were like, how about a water? It's like, yeah, let's start there. Of course, by the end, I'm like, call the airline and tell them I want first class. I literally brought in a plastic bag, crackers, because I needed a snack, and my own half-drinking bottle of 1942. <laughs> and I was like, you know we have alcohol here, right? Literally, I thought it would be, no offense, I love you, but I really thought it would be like, I don't know, like a handle, plastic handle of Smirnoff. Well, that's usually how we roll. 
But that's right. usually how we right. roll, you know? So like the stage you were describing there. before, you're like folding chairs, a tiny little stage, some sawdust. I'm like, yeah, that's our... <laughs> That's where we'll be the rest of the tour, yeah, pretty much. Those are my <laughs> venues. Like, that's like no shade. That's just like what we do. Yes. Oh, I mean, man. if you're encouraged to bring in your own tuna sandwich, that's my kind of place. <laughs> so press everything. So many cameras, which, you know, I, I am so insecure. I hate having my picture taken. So I immediately get like, I have to fix my hair for 15 hours. So, oh my God. I like, I'm like, excited to see our pictures together but i'm also terrified to see the pictures together i was terrified and i opened the file and i was like you know what you're just gonna have to let it fucking go because <laughs> none of them are flattering you know first of all the photographer was kind of short so oh, the that, worst a nightmare nobody wants to be nobody with any kind of weight issues wants to be shot from below. you know <laughs> me and so, my 15 shades of chin no thank you did you see me over there i was squatting on the ground i was like okay we're gonna do this <laughs> i was like i'll do this but i need you to be actually like is there a ladder is i was like no those are union people please don't bother them we'll get a bill but i'll just squat how about i squat but then i couldn't squat because my pants were too tight so i'm like on the floor on my knees my pants are down below my ass like my pasty ass is literally just hanging out there and then the pictures still look like <laughs> i look like two eyes on a beanbag chair on a really pasty beanbag chair <laughs> Honestly, Ronnie, I know a lot of fucking funny ass people, but no one makes me laugh harder than you. <laughs> Cut to like the end of the night, me and Ronnie in a corner by the fire, like just like talking, just laying shit. on each other, <laughs> literally, and laughing about like I don't even know what. Oh, okay, so. We get there and it's like, I'm already intimidated, right? And then I see Dorinda, like, oh my God. Dorinda, Dorinda Medley. <laughs> yeah. Here I am, boy. So that made me nervous. I've met Dorinda maybe 15 million times. And every time I have to reintroduce myself and every time she forgets me less and less as a point of reference. And so Tay, I'm there with my wife. Like I want to be cool, right? Like I think half the reason she married me is because I'm like fame adjacent. And so <laughs> I'm trying to like, you know, be cool back there and show my wife, like I still got it. Cause you know, I'm not making that much money. So it has to be like, um, like clout chasing is my, is, is my currency. You're like, come on, honey. I may not be paying the rent this month, but I might get a gift back. There might be a gift back. And so she's like, can we go see you, Dorinda? And I'm like, bitch, you don't even watch Bravo. No, I was, she's like, of course, the only franchise she cares about is Roni. And so I'm like, damn it. And I'm like, Tay, I honestly can't emotionally go through this roller coaster ride with Dorinda. Like, I simply can't. And also, I had a really weird DM from Dorinda years ago like like not like crazy long ago wait i gotta pull it up for you because it was so like i just like i just don't know like dorinda she's a wild card as far as i'm concerned you know so i i was like oh i know what it was so a while ago when she basically was kicked off housewives what happened fired she left sure no yeah, I don't know. I mean, I didn't ask her, but um, oh, how weird from what I remember, her. that's the such news a great ice opener. Ice I know, right? Well, it's like, hey, Dorinda, I've been meaning to ask you. Have a seat. 
no. Um, but from what I remember, uh, they were like, this is too dark. You need a break. And they were calling it a year off. Okay. I mean, every interview he's done has been like, oh, I'm so glad she took the year off. So I don't know if that means she's coming back to it. Well, she's going to be. She kept referencing it as a mashup, but it's really like the ultimate girls trip, like spinoff that they have now. And it's going to be a Bluestone Manor. Right, it's going to be a Bluestone Manor, and it's all ladies who are no longer on the show. So it's like, and it's, I mean, they went hard on this one. You they know, did. it's Dorinda, Brandy Glanville, Vicki Govelson, Tamara Barney, Phaedra Park. Phaedra. I mean, wow. Wow. It's- Taylor Armstrong. <laughs> like, she doesn't even go here, you know? <laughs> I know. Where is she even? Oh Where is God. she? She's happily married somewhere, but you know, she's still got the Taylor Armstrong enough. I actually saw a picture of the cast on Instagram, and one of the comments was, oh, my God, the only normal face on here is Taylor Armstrong. And I thought, wow, wow. that's how far we've come as a housewives. Yep. As, as house, you know, real housewives has come. Because I remember when Beverly Hills came out and the the press was like, oh, my God, look at this face. Like, what is this face? Because it was so... You know, just Beverly Hills up, Botox and fillered and lifted, and and now, now after all these years, everyone's like Taylor looks so natural. <laughs> so this was right on the heels of um, Dorinda not being on Roni, the the announcement, and I was livid because I'm like, this was kind of I feel like it was she was it was around 2020, right? So it was kind of like when cancel culture was like really in the zeitgeist. And so I felt like, is Dorinda getting canceled for being mean to Tinsley? Like that cannot be a rule on Bravo. We will have no more Bravo if that becomes a rule, you know? I don't know. I think Dorinda has always been, you know, she's always had the fiery, you know, like she'll switch. But um, I think it just got so dark in that season. It got really toxic. And also one of the things, you know, it's kind of a rule on Bravo. You can do whatever you want as long as you have an apology for it later. I mean, that's why Ramona is still around. I went back. I've been watching the first season of all these shows just to kind of, I don't know, who who the fuck? Because I have no life, really. I, I don't have a life. But I've been watching them again. And Ramona's very first episode is like, well, you know what? I'm sorry. Sometimes I say things people don't like. You know what? I just have to say, very sorry. I didn't mean to say models were stupid. I just meant to say models are uneducated. Okay? Say. <laughs> I mean, but she always has that, you know, and it's totally phony. She's been totally. doing the same thing forever. But Dorinda was like, I will not apologize. <laughs> you know, she just <laughs> kept it up. And I think if she had just said, all right, you know what, Tinsley, I got a little angry. And you know what, I'm very sorry. And that's it. But she had the best ending of all housewives in her glitter turban. Do you remember that at the finale party? She was in a literally a turban. And they were like, uh, Leah was like, I would just like to give us a toast for this wonderful year. And, you know, Tinsley is not here. And she's like, Tinsley, really? (laughs) Fuck you. We're not talking about fucking Tinsley. How dare you? And she's like screaming at the cameraman in a turban. (laughs) So I was like really pissed when I heard she wasn't going to be on the show. I was like, justice for Dorinda. I love Dorinda. Even though she doesn't remember my ass, I love the bitch. So I did a whole Taste of Taylor, a whole podcast dedicated to bye-bye Berserk Shears because I was sad. And I did it with Lucy on the ground, who's like a Bravo 
fan account. And like we were going in on our on our fifis. So I said at Lucy on the ground and I recorded, I tagged this immediately after the news broke that at Dorinda Medley was allegedly fired. We are shooketh. We are conspiracy theorists. We go in. That sounds like fan to me, right? So I get a DM. You never say fired around the housewife. I made the never mistake. Say fire. That's a very, that's the F word. You never say that. <laughs> you never say the F, F word around a gay person or a housewife. So this was, yeah, September 2020, okay? So Dorinda writes to me, what is this? <laughs> So wait, are you ready to hear my brown nosing, annoying response? Because I'm, I might talk tough, y'all, and I talk shit, but I am such a pusetta. I really am. Like yeah. I, I, I just want everyone to like me. So I say, my podcast exclamation point. My guest and I are furious that you are not going to be on Roni. Uh, I'd love to have you on my podcast anytime to tell your story or anything, really. Crickets. So when I walk into the green room, I'm like, I don't think she's going to even put two and two together, but fuck. But then I ended up talking to her social media manager and he was like, you look so familiar. You look so familiar. And I'm thinking like, oh, dear God, thank God my headshots are so goddamn old. I don't look anything like the girl and the taste of Taylor picture because maybe he won't realize it's me. But Oh. Well, that's not bad at all, actually. I was I was thinking you were going to have, like, a, you know what? Fuck you, Taylor Swecker. You know what? Fuck you. Fuck your messy bun. <laughs> Fuck everything about you, all right? Who marries someone named Taylor? How do you even know who you're yelling at? <laughs> I'm done with you. But she oh. literally could have just been like, what is this? <laughs> no, you never know. Oh, that's, oh, true. I read it very, like, angry. You, wait, how'd you read it? Yeah, you don't know. She could have just been like, well, it is. You know, like she could have seen, I, I could imagine that Dorinda has sent that to a lot of people. You know, it's like a Keebler tweet. Right. Like, what is this? It's like, it's a new cookie cream. Oh, all right. Also, it sounds good. Some Bravo celebrities do something very interesting because I've had a fair share of interaction with Bravo celebrities. Um, some of them are like friends, but a lot of them are, it's like to very weird. And the thing too is like, I interview people at Sirius. So like, for example, Dolores is like the best. And she's like, you will always be special in my heart because you were the first interview I ever did. And it was like so much fun. So like, I forget that Aww. I had an impact on like maybe if they were season oneers, you know, because in my mind, they're all on such a pedestal. I'm, I, I, I bow down at the temple of the housewives. So, yeah. and that's why I also love your show. Cause sometimes I get like really riled up. Like I'm like, really love a housewife or really hate a housewife or I'm really invested in the fight. You know, fuck you, Meredith Marks, Team Lisa Marlowe, <laughs> Justice, um, Taco Bell's delicious, Mary. But, enough, but I'm like the crazy people that take it way too seriously. And then I go to listen to you guys and I'm like, Oh, you guys are like a Bravo Xanax. I'm like, right, this is all funny. All of it, you know? It's funny, but I mean, I rage all the time. I get so upset over things. I really do. Like, and what was the last I thing yell you raged and scream, over? I get really upset. Like, I have to talk myself down sometimes. <laughs> you <laughs> myself, like, this isn't real. This is not your mother. You know, I've, like, had to have that moment. Like, there have been people I've gotten so mad at for, like, <laughs> what I later found out 
was just like child childhood issues or like projecting, you know? <laughs> and I've done so much of that where I just get so mad. I'm like, no, really? Just like you lied to dad. I'm like, what are you talking about? Your dad is not on this show. Calm down. And sometimes like my audience, especially for my daily show, like the podcasting audience, they only get me like 45 minutes a week. So they're like, you're annoying, but we'll take you. Whereas my radio, it's like two hours daily. They're like, you're the worst. Stop repeating things. I'm like their best friend they've had since childhood. And they like literally are ready to stop being friends with me at any second. So it's fun over there. So, but they get like, so they take things so seriously. And I'm like, guys, it's all supposed to be fun. That's exciting. Meanwhile, I'm like punching my television over fucking you know the real housewives of miami it's like yes you like and also we're saying it's supposed to just be fun to people who get offended but at the same time like some of the things i say are just wrong you know and i right. know it like after i say it i'll feel so bad me too and then later i'll be like oh my god i'm gonna get in a lot of trouble but when people do call me out then my reaction is like what? It's just for fun. You know, I'm just kidding. That's not cool either. Because, no, we're you know, hypocrites. We're <laughs> fucking I'm a total hypocrites. I always say, huh. you know, vote Hippocrat. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm like the nominee for the Hippocrat party every year. So I just recently got a DM. It was actually from like two years ago. But I, I'm i so bad. Not only does is Taste of Taylor the worst podcast name ever, but I am the world's worst influencer. I am just failing on all fronts. Oh, so anyway, so I go into my DMs and I went to this one. It's like primary general and then like the other category that you have to like let people in from. And I went to look at it and all of these fucking blue check marks popped up in it. I felt like T-Pain like going through like, oh, my God, Fergie wanted to come on my podcast. <laughs> Fuck. So I'm going No way. Through. Is that true? It was a lot of, well, it wasn't necessarily like come on my podcast, but like a lot of blue check marks for a variety. Who knows? They were 93 weeks old. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I I saw one from a Bravo celebrity. I was like, yes. And I recognize the name. I'm like, yes, yes, I'm here for it, friends. Because you know, I'm the biggest social climber in the world. And I open it and it is scathing. And I post some Instagram story. I, I, I'm I not going to go through it again because quite frankly, I don't know that I should wake up the sleeping beast. That is this DM. Like, but the point of the matter is it was like a housewife scolding me. Like, I heard you on a podcast. You said things about me that were not nice. Taylor, I have known you a long time. No, no, no. And clearly mad at me. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And yeah. I never replied for two years. So, and I want to not have bad blood with this person. I would like to have a good vibe with this person. And also, like, in the DM, it also was kind of like, like, I've known you for a long time. Like, oh, my God, do you feel like we had a thing that I fucking overlooked and I blew? Oh, fuck off. I mean, if we knew each other for such a long time, why wasn't I at your... I was going to say what party it was. I'm just, so what do I do? I post it on Instagram. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I do because I'm chicken shit. I redacted everything, but I'm like, I'm for real like, oh my God. You I redacted everything. <laughs> oh my God. It's like the Kennedy files. <laughs> but, 
you know, it's also. What do I do? You, do I like? I want to be cool. Like, do I say I'm sorry? I don't even know what I did. Like, like. Oh, no, it's too late. And also, late. a housewife, you can't say, "Oh, sorry, you sent me this 93 weeks ago." Just getting to it. I mean, that's even worse. That's almost worse. They'll be right? like, "You've ignored me for 93 weeks." Oh man, but I know you've had yourself in the situation before. What do you do? Yeah, you know, a few times where because look some of the people we really like and then some of the people we really don't like and right. the people and it changes you know because yeah. bravo's so great at making you love somebody and then they make them a hero and then the next thing they do is just make them look as terrible as possible totally so. i hated kyle richards forever and now i'm like her biggest fan like that's the thing too you can hate somebody with a visceral reaction for years and then be like they're my new favorite you know yeah. so day yeah. to day it changes you know right. and so um but the people that you like are like oh my god this is so funny so Lisa Rinna was one of the first Beverly Hills people because I used to write recaps before this. I was a, a blogger. And so that's how I met Ben. We met through TV Gasm. Yeah. And those blogs are all about just being as shitty as possible in the name of humor. You know, it's just like kind of cut down humor or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like a burn book or whatever. So that was the point of it. And so Lisa Rinna loved it because her first season, I mean, I made fun of her, but it was not with any malice, you know, whereas some of them like Erica Jane and or whoever I was really ragging on hard at the time, they were getting it bad, but Lisa would get it nice. And so she would, she would spread it around and she would tweet it and be like, if you can't take it, if you can't take the humor, <laughs> if you can't love it yourself, then don't bother, you know, <laughs> which of course it's changed a little over this, over the seasons. Yeah. But anyway, they share it. And then their castmates are like, fuck you. Why would you share this? Did you read what this person wrote about me? Like, it's horrible. This is horrible. And then so you get people who normally wouldn't be listening at all have now listened because someone in the cast has told them, hey, this is great. And they're like, fuck you. It's not great to me. So we've gotten some, usually me, I'll be honest, get some response from people. And I just have like kind of a general response, which is like, I'm an asshole. Yes. I will never claim not to be an asshole. And I would never come to you and kiss your ass and pretend I'm not an asshole. Like, I'm never going to come to you and be like, can we be friends? I never. Would. I would. No, I don't. I'm you know, spineless. I don't do that. I'm so spineless. Oh. Yeah, I don't do that. We've made friends over the years kind of naturally with people who have reached out right. and we've gone to have drinks or whatever. But I tell them even the first thing I will tell you is. I'm an asshole. Right. I'm still going to be an asshole to you yes. tomorrow. Yes. Like Jackie Goldschneider from Jersey. Oh, like, oh my God. Love. She's like, you guys are going to be so mean to me this year. And that's the attitude you need to come in with. Right. You know? Like, right. I still love you. But, you know, what we do is just we're, it's shitty humor. It's an art form. All right. It is. It's an art form being this shitty. Well, speaking of uh, having a good sense of humor about it. So Jackie was there from New Jersey. A delight beyond. I'm like fully in love with her. She was so yeah. wonderful. I always liked her on the show, but meeting her made me like her 10,000 times more. She also said, I'm a fan. That will get you everywhere with me. Taylor Strecker? <laughs> I'm like, she literally doesn't know, but I like that she's pretending. Um, so, and then Dorinda, you know, I didn't even bother. Um, but You should have. Dorinda was super, super sweet, super into it, and was really being cool with everybody. Like, she was taking pictures with everybody. I'm like, wait, Dorinda, 
That's a street sweeper. She make get over here, <laughs> get over here. We're taking the pic. Like she was, she was. I miss my fucking really moment. kind to everybody. I miss my moment. She was great, also on stage with you guys. Like she was captivating and entertaining. She really turned it on. She was great. So, but then I'm down there, and who do I see? First of all, I see on like the rundown that Kyle Cook is on it, and I am in a full blown panic because I have. I'm really good friends with Hannah, and I'm a loyal bitch, okay? And so I have definitely, and also I was friends with Stephen McGee before Hannah was on, so I've always been friends with Kyle's adversaries, and I've, like, publicly had their back (laughs) very vocally. And Kyle forgave me once, I promise you, especially with the way Summer House is going right now with him and Amanda and their wedding and just all the opinions coming at them. There's no way he would even be able, I don't think we would even be able to say hi to each other. So I was having a full-blown panic attack, but luckily for me, he no-showed. Yeah, well, he was unconfirmed, and it turns out it was my fault, and I was, like, fighting about it. I was like, this is not my fault. And Ben was like, Ronnie, I'm not, you know, I'm not blaming you for anything. I was like, I mean, except for saying it's my fault. He said, I never said that. You said that. He's so nice, Ben. I mean, my God, what a, he's really an angel of oh, a guy. He really is. Oh, but so, it was my fault. Because so, oh, so Kyle's, we had, Kyle's coming July 27th? <laughs> probably, yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? I've got my text rented for July 27th. <laughs> But um, it was my fault for not following. I mean, he said, get back to, I'll get back to you or something. And then to me, I was like, okay, then he didn't get back to me. So. Okay. Who cares? That's fair. Well, I was, is it wrong to say I was relieved? I kind of was too, honestly, because, you know, we're dragging Kyle and and I'm dragging Kyle and Amanda. And so. I always feel guilty when it, when someone's there that I'm actually currently. Yeah. Yeah. In the process. I mean, it was like just last week. I was like, leave him. He's never going to change. He's a drunk. They don't change. You know, I'm like literally yelling that and then being like, hi, how are you? Exactly. Left your lover boy. Exactly. Exactly. So, and then I see that Luke's on it. And I've actually never met Luke, but like I have a lot of opinions and I've shared all of my opinions about Luke. So, and I, I don't know that he has any idea who I am. Maybe yes, maybe no. And even if he does, maybe he has no idea what I've said, but you never know. Like you've said with the Bravo celebrities, some of them are just like, they, they do it. And if they catch one of it, they laugh. And others are like, they read everything and get super, super pissed off and in their fifis. You never really know. So, yeah. um, so I see Luke and Luke was like talking backstage to other people, like being like, oh, you know, like, I love these guys. Oh, it's so funny. They're so, the ha, 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 ha. Like, you know, <laughs> like when I'm making my igloo, I listen to crap. It's like juggling crazy. Lucky Charms uh, marshmallows in the air. <laughs> And so I'm like not talking to him, but I'm listening to everything he says because that's the kind of bitch that I am. And he he was saying all the right things like, oh, my God, roll, let it roll off your back. You can't have a, a you have to have a sense of humor about these things. But I just felt like he was reading off like he, like he wrote down on his hand and he was like, this is what you say to make all the people think that you are OK with all the mean things everyone says about you. I don't know. I just... <laughs> Well, if he is, he's a good baker because yeah. he. Um, we know him just from DMs. He's like, oh, my God, listen to the, you know, hot dish. You know, like he references the jokes and stuff. And he likes it. And listen, he's been, oh, we've yeah. given him a lot of shit on the podcast, too. And he's like, oh, gosh, you know, okay, well, I guess I deserve that. But 
still fun, you know? So he's always been super cool to us, even when we call him out. I find that people are usually really mad. First of all, four agreements, okay? Let's get spiritual for a second. Okay. Okay. One of the four agreements in that book, the four agreements is don't take it personally, right? Right. That's the hardest one for me to do. Me too. For me to do. Like I will take calories on the box, on a box of serious or, or the box of cereal seri- uh, it's, personally. It's I'll be like, how dare death. you? <laughs> yes. I get very offended. Like there's 380 calories in a slice of Domino's. How dare you? Like, I get very upset over everything. And I have to remember, especially with this, most of them don't listen to you. Most of them only care about themselves. Right. They, they will see the reactions or they'll read Twitter or Instagram. Right. But most of them only know that we're saying anything because some little tattletale has been like, do you know what, you know what Ronnie said? <laughs> Ronnie said, no, no, no. And then they'll completely misquote you and take it out of context. Yep, always. And then, then... I'll get the response. It's like, well, how dare you say this shit about, and then it's, you know, I used to try and explain the whole thing. And I would just say, if you actually listen to it and you still have a problem with me, come back to me, but I'm not going to argue about something you haven't even listened to. That's so fair. That's so fair. So anyway, I don't know. All I know, all I know is I love you. I just love you to bits and pieces. The crappies is such an honor to be a part of. It was so beyond major i bow down and um it was like so much fun so thank you for having me really i for real all joking aside like genuinely honored to be there thank you and thank you so much for being there and for helping us over the years and becoming our friend um it was really cool doing it there and you know being with so many of our new york friends it made it really special and like ben's parents could be there it's just like a touching day for us you know and i'm a real cynical bitch so yeah the whole time I was like, whatever. And then by the end, I was like, this is really, this is not a lot to be, you know? So thank you for being part of it. Oh my God, please. The honor is all mine. And you guys, if you are dying and you should be to get a taste of the golden crappies, you can actually download the link. So it was a live show, but you can actually go back and watch it. And where is that again, Ronnie? That's momenthouse.com slash WWC. You can also find links on our website, watchwhatcrappens.com. Okay. Uh-huh. You can find our personal, you know, Instagrams at Ronnie Karam, at yep. Ben Mandelker. Yep. Um, I think that's it. Oh, we're on tour. That was the beginning of our tour, our Hunky Dory tour. We're going to 21 <laughs> no. cities over the next three hunky months. Hunky Dory tour? We, I, who is Hunky Dory? Who is Hunky Dory? So, yeah, we're so excited about that. So go, we're about to be in, um, let's see, Atlanta, Nashville, and Orlando, then L.A., San Diego, San Francisco, a uh, bunch of places. So go look for your city over at watchfulcrapness.com. Come on, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love you. Oh, my God. The laughter is beyond. I pulled blood vessels in my forehead for sure, this podcast. <laughs> We always crack up. Oh. I'm going to have to go, like, take a little nap before we record today. <laughs> I know. And also, guys, Do you if- feel like that sometimes? Like, oh, that was a lot of laughing tonight. Yes, yes, exactly. And also, you guys, if you don't listen to Watch the Crappens, are you insane? You got to go listen. They cover, like, every fucking 
franchise every single show on bravo it's unbelievable i don't know how you guys do it but it is really masterful so um you guys go check thank that you, out Tay, as well. Bonnie, thank you so much for joining me on my weekly podcast taste of taylor if i could change the name i would but i can't so we're gonna just <laughs> make the best out of it listen i had a taste of taylor and it was delicious <laughs> see yeah it's all about branding right i just gotta market it really well um yeah now it's time for your flavored you know alcoholic soda to come out oh not see that's what's up um you guys please make sure to uh rate review and subscribe if you don't already to the podcast it literally means the world to us podcasters and uh just thank you in general for being here i love you guys and until next week bye girl bye